This is Answers for Life with pastor and Bible teacher Sarah Gardner. Join Pastor Sarah as she opens God's Word to help you learn to live an abundant life of faith. We want to equip you with discipleship tools for everyday life. Now, here's Pastor Sarah with today's message, Courageous Faith Takes Action. Welcome to Answer for Life. We're still on Courageous Faith Takes Action. And today, I want to continue again because I am really excited to talk about things like like this because so many people, they, he, they hear the, the, a good sermon and they agree with the sermon but never take a, a, a chance and never take a, a, that courage to actually do some, something with what they hear. And I pray that you, you take action. I pray that because that's where you're going to start to see miracles when you take chances with God. God will not disappoint you. It's a one person that never will disappoint you. And so today I want to continue to, uh, uh, to just, uh, this faith that gave me everything. Through faith, I have obtained joy, I have obtained strength, I have obtained peace of mind, and my children have profit from it, and many, many my friends have profit from living by faith, and so, and I want to saturate you with uh, stories, with experience, and hope that I'm uh, exciting you that and convince you to live by faith and live by the Word of God, be doer of the Word of God. And faith, it's everything, because we serve a faith God. If you are a Christian and you got born again, you know what I'm talking about, that God is a faith God. And so by faith, we can, we can communicate with God. Not by a natural mind, but by faith, by the Word of God. When we put this Word in our mind and our mind is saturated by the Word, we'll know how to ask, we'll know how to pray, and our prayers are always going to be answered. And when our prayers are answered, Jesus says, your, your life, you will have joy. You will have joy when our prayers are answered. That's what Jesus said. He said that your joy may be full. Why? Why our joy may be full? I don't know about you, but every time God answers a, a prayer of mine, my joy is full. And I can, I can wait to tell my friends. I can't wait to tell my children. I can't wait to tell everybody that I come in contact what God does. And so I would like for you to live this kind of life full of joy, full of peace, never confused. I have a sound mind. I'm not confused. My mind is not clouded. And so, and you can have it too. So last, uh, last time that I, I talked with you, I said that if you are pleasing God, if you live by faith and you're pleasing God, he will turn even your mistakes into miracle. Because 
even when you make mistake, you quickly, you quickly, you don't wait a month, two months, you quickly repent, and then you tell God, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not going to do it again, but right now, please turn this miracle, this uh, mistake into miracle. And reason why, like I said, I share these stories with you, these experiences with you, that you can do the same because God is not a respectful person. What he does for me, he wants to do for you. And so, but you have to believe and do what you hear. So here's a, here it goes. Because I, I really take action. Take action with God. So one night, I, I'm going, I was single at that time. And so I was going to this uh, big, big church and they had a big, big single meeting there. And so I was going over there, but because I was uh, still running my business and I had been uh, busy that day with my business, so I was a little late to go to to this meeting, single meeting. And so, and I was rushing. And so because I was rushing, <laughs> I was speeding. So as I'm speeding, I hit somebody in front of me. And I don't know if he slowed down or what, but it looked like he did. But nevertheless, I hear him in front of me. Well, of course, I had never made it to, to the meeting that I supposed to go to the singles. Never made it there because then I had to wait for the police to come. And so, of course, because I had, I hit the person on the front of me, I got the, the ticket. And at that time was a hundred dollar ticket. So I felt really bad for the guy that I, I hit because I'm pretty sure he was going somewhere. And he was detained, and I didn't go to where I supposed to go. So uh, I was feeling bad for both of us. So when I got when I got home, I said to God, I said, uh, "Well, I'm so sorry that because I was late and I was speeding, I got in this car accident." And I'm pretty sure I said that the enemy helped me. He he. He must have helped me all day long, be so busy, so I would be late, and I would get in this car accident. And I said, Lord, as long as the car is going to be in the shop, and they're going to fix the car, I didn't know. At that time, I didn't know how long the car was going to be in the shop. Later, I found out that the shop was in the car, the car was in the shop two weeks. I said, but that night when I got home, I told God, I said, as long as my car is going to be in the shop, I'm going to give my time to you in the reading the word. I'm going to spend more time with you. I said, all I'm going to do, read more of your word and worship you and praise you all the time that the car is going to be in the shop. And I said, and I know, I said, I'm asking you that you will turn this mistake that I made into miracle. 
I said, I got this ticket, this $100 ticket. I said, I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay this $100. I said, you're going to help me out that I'm not going to pay this $100. And I don't want this $100, I told God. I want to help someone that, you know, is in need of this $100. I said, you tell me who's in need of this $100, and I'll send it. I'll, I'll give it to whoever you tell me to give it. I said, it's not the money I'm after. I'm, I'm after giving the devil a black eye because I'm pretty sure he must have been involved keeping me busy all day. And then I was late and I got in a car accident. And I'm sorry. I said, but now you're going to turn this into miracle. And so I truly believed it. I truly believed God heard my prayers. But then I, I did what I said. As long as the car was in a, in the shop, I told my children, please do not call me. Please do not come. I said, because I want to spend this time. I saturated myself more of the word and more talking to God, more praying, more worshiping. I said, I'm going to show to the devil that who's the boss, that I'm going to give him a black eye. And so that was my my request that I made it to God. So I did that. But the, when the day came, it, it was months later that I had appeared in the court. I had appeared in the court because I, that's the way they were doing then. I don't know how they do now, but I had appeared in court to defend myself. When I went to the court that day, and I was hearing other people before me, I was so in a hot pen my, for myself. I said, "My, what am I going to tell the judge? I was wrong. I'm the one that hit the guy in front of me. I should not have fought this, uh, this uh, ticket. And the policeman that gave me the ticket was sitting right there, like three foot distance from me. I said, maybe he couldn't remember me, the policeman. I, I just, I, all the time, until the judge called me to go testify, I was in a hot pen. I didn't know what to say. I said, oh God, I don't know what to say. Oh God, give me some words. Tell me something what I'm going to say. And the whole time that I was there, I didn't hear from God, nothing, like everything was was closed. God was not saying nothing. And so time came that they called me, and I got up from my seat, and I went down in front of, in front of the judge, and uh, here I stand, and the policeman right there, I thought, oh, my gosh, she's going to say, lady, you were wrong. How you, how you going to defend yourself? To my surprise, to my surprise, the judge picks up my the paper and she she said, This case has been dismissed. Why is he still here? 
And I don't know why he was dismissed. The guy never showed up that day. He was not there. The guy that I hit, he was not there. I have no idea. But the case was dismissed, and I never had to pay the $100. So in the car, in the car on the way home, I reminded God, Okay, God, I told you that I, it was not for the hundred dollars that I was after. I just want an experience. I just want to know that you have forgiven me for, for disobeying the law of the land that was speeding. I said, and for turning my mistake into miracle. I said, now tell me who I should give this a hundred dollars. And God didn't tell me right away who to give it to. But a couple days later, he told me to send it to a, a young man that he was going to Bible college. And he was living in this uh, apartment and he could not pay the electricity because he was short a hundred dollars. And, but I didn't know. But God just said, Take that hundred dollars and send it to that young man. So I did. And when that young man received my hundred dollars, he received it just on time because that day they were cut, gonna cut off his electricity because he was short a hundred dollars for his, his electricity. And so you see, it remained a testimony for me, remained a testimony for this young man that received my hundred dollars. And I can never forget that God turned my mistake into a miracle. And this is the God I have been serving. And this is the God that wants to do for all his children. But his children don't have time to read the word. Jesus did so much. He gave his flesh to be torn apart for us to be healed. He spilled his blood for us to be forgiven. He died such a brutal death. And then when he, after he resurrected, he told the people, he said, because he told the disciples, and when he told the disciples, that, that those things, those promises are for us too, because we are his disciples now. And he said, because I live now, you can live. You see, because he lives, Jesus is not dead. He's very much alive. He loved you before. Yet while you were a sinner, he loved you then. How much more he loves you now. He's just waiting on you to Transform your mind through the Word of God. When you transform your mind through the Word of God, you start thinking like God thinks. You start, you start learning the will of God for you. What about if I would leave you, uh, a million dollar in my will? I say, uh, okay, I'm going to leave this million dollar to this, uh, uh, sister or brother in the Lord. But, you know, and you find out that I, I did this, but you never read the will. Then you hear that I died, but you never bothered to read the will. You're not going to benefit from that, what I left it in the will. And Jesus, 
he left all these promises for gospel and then more after God revealed more truth to um, Paul in the epistles, uh, Peter, the epistles of Peter. So so many promises how we can live this uh, abundant life with him. And we don't want, we don't have time to to, uh, to read the, the, his will and testament. And so, you see, whose fault it is if we don't have abundant life? It's not God's fault. He already done it. He's not going to come and do it again. He's not going to come and do it again. He's already provided whatever he said in the Bible. He said in the Bible that if we please him, he turns even our enemies to be at peace with us. And this is why I believe that God was going to turn my situation around. I was not just doing it just to do it. I was doing it because I meant that I want to, I want to have an experience. To me, the experience means more than money, means more than anything because those experience keeps my faith alive. It, it keeps God real before me. God is so real to me. The, the, the other world is more real to me than this world. As a matter of fact, I, my mind cannot even fathom that people would, the believers, I'm talking about believers, not the people of the world. They don't know. They do whatever they know how to do. The people of the world, but the Christians, they don't have time to transform their mind through the word of God and give up such abundant life here and then for eternity there. And, and they live like, like the world to go through the same problems and the same, uh, rigmarole that the world goes through when God said, you belong to me now. He's our king, not the, the president of the United States. He, we're gonna, we're gonna obey the laws of the land, but we're gonna obey God first. And so, therefore, we, this is the way God designed it, that for us to have abundant, abundant life, a wonderful life with Him, and then eternity forever, this is the way He designed it. That he spoke it, men of God wrote the, the Bible, and we read the Bible, we live by the Bible, we do the Bible, we take action with the Bible, we believe God even though we don't see it, we believe the Word. We believe the written Word of God. The Word is spirit and life, abundant life. And so, we believe the word over the circumstances that we saw, we see in life. This is for everybody. It's not just for me. It's not just for few. It's for whosoever will. Whosoever will hear, obey what you hear. Do it. Become a doer of the word and God will bless you. Just like he has blessed me and many others. A lot of my friends can testify. As a matter of fact, little by little, I'll bring 
more and more friends and, uh, and my uh, program and you will meet them how many wonderful things God has done for many and he'll do for you. I hope I have encouraged you to serve God in spirit and in truth. This is my prayer for you, my friend. And I'm not going to give you uh, just a, a milk, uh, because uh, milk alone, you're never going to have strong bones. So as you grow up, you need some steak, you need some spinach, you need some vegetable. And that's my teaching. It's well-rounded, and you will grow. If you follow my teaching, you will grow. And I hope that I encouraged you with these uh, programs that I did. Uh, I don't know if there were eight or nine programs that I did. And Courageous Faith takes action. And I know you were blessed. I know you were encouraged. But do not forget, stay tuned. Stay tuned for next time for more truth from the Word of God. More truth. The Word of God is true. As a matter of fact, when you find a, a promise in the Bible, make the promise yours. Do you know this morning I said to God, I said, Lord, take me to your word. I still do that. Before I pray, I still do that. I said, Lord, take me to your word. Tell me, how should I pray for Israel? Because we hear this war in Israel. We hear what's going on on the news. I don't watch too much the news. My husband tells me what's going on. And so I said, Lord, show me how to pray. So I went to the Word. And I, I went to Joel. Joel 2. And there I found my, my prescription for Israel. God said, Ask me what you want it to happen. And you see, this is the way I still do. Every time I'm faced, either I'm praying for somebody or I pray for a nation. This morning, I prayed for Israel. That God would do something super, so supernatural that the whole world will take notice that the people of Israel, they're still the people of God. God still looks over them to save them. So in Jesus' name, the gospel will work for you. I can't emphasize enough and the gospel will profit you. So learn how to pray. I've learned to pray. <laughs> I found my way. I found the answer. And you'll find the answer too in life. Why? Why live a man maintained life like everybody else when, when you can have a supernatural life if you include God in your life? And why put this world first when uh, exchange 70, 80 years of this life, you know, everybody is, everybody's going to leave this world. I mean, I know everybody has experienced that. 
somebody has had a, a grandmother died, a, a, a father that died. I had my father die, my mother die. Uh, I mean, I had many people that I seen died. Now the other day, I heard my my ex, uh, uh, my children's father died. You see, everybody dies. Everybody's going to leave this world sooner or later. And why? Why exchange this world for eternity? Why don't you uh, acquire rewards in heaven that that's when you, you're born again, you're not going to appear before God to be judged for what you did that day, but you're going to appear before God to receive the rewards if you put him first, if you've been a giver, if you've been helping people, those are the rewards that God is he's, uh, preparing for you in heaven to reward you in heaven. And you don't want to go to heaven and appear before God and, and receive no rewards because you never did nothing for nobody. No, you don't want to do that. Start living for God. Start being a giver. The Bible says, give and it shall be given. I'm not talking just money. Because sometimes if you have money, it's easy to write a check. But give of yourself. Pray for somebody that needs prayer. Give a, a, give a, a, a word of advice if, you, if God has made you, uh, give you wisdom. Share the wisdom with others. There are so many ways that we could be givers and help special the people of God, special other Christians. We should give ourselves to it. Either they love us or not. It doesn't matter. We do it unto God. We do our part. God will reward us. In Jesus' name, well, we are out of time again. I love talking to you. I love encouraging you. And when I encourage you, I encourage myself. Because as I give it to you, I get it back from God. <laughs> and so you see, it goes both ways. Learn to be a giver. Learn to live by faith. Learn to be courageous. Learn to have this faith. And that takes action in Jesus' name. Well, I'll let you go now. I'll see you next week. Bye now. This has been another edition of Answers for Life with pastor and Bible teacher Sarah Gardner. Every time you join Pastor Sarah, she opens God's Word to help you learn to live an abundant life of faith. Sarah's heart is to provide discipleship tools for your everyday life. We know that today's podcast encouraged your life. Would you be willing to help us spread the word about Answers for Life? One of the best ways to do this is to follow us on Spotify, like and subscribe on iTunes, and make sure to leave a five-star review for Answers for Life on iTunes. Well, that's all the time we have. Come back again for another edition of Answers for Life.